Blog Talk Radio. You know, riots and 
stuff going on about Obamacare, right? Now, we did have riots under Obama, but it wasn't because, despite what everyone may think, it wasn't because of Obama, different reasons. We're not going to get into that right now. You know, Bush 43, dude left this country in a mess. Come on now, y'all can't deny. I don't care. I don't care who you are, Republican, Democrat, Tea Party, you know, Independent. He left the country in a mess. Nobody was marching up and down the street, you know. Clinton and now maybe Clinton had a little something, something because of the Monica Lewinsky. You know, there's a few groups that went out there and said what they said because of Monica Lewinsky, right? There was, a little, but nothing like what we're seeing now. And I'm sorry, what's today's date? It's January. 31st, this is 11 days, or you got to count the day you were sworn in, so it's 12 days in office, 12 days in office, and we got marches and protests, do, do, I don't care if you support the man or not, do you not see a problem with just that, and don't give me this, people are whining, and I, no, 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 it's not, no one's whining, people aren't happy, because we have a president in office who said, vote for me, and I'm going to do it differently. And he discounted political experience and understanding how things are done. And I'm sorry, you, what job in the world can you walk in and say, well, I know you've done it this way for 240 years, but I, you know what, I'm going to do it this way because I can and not have problems. I don't know a job like that unless you start in your own company. And even then, there's rules and regulations. There are protocol and procedures. There's a right and a wrong. If you're going to do something, think about the impact of the people that put you in office and the people that you claim to represent, which is all 325 million of us. Think about the impact on our allies and think it through. I will never, ever criticize President Trump for wanting to make America safer. Never criticize him for the goal. Never criticize him for wanting to uh, preemptively stop terrorist attack goals, right? Want to make sure that we stop potential terrorists who may come into this country. We want to stop drug dealers that come over the border, right? That's the goal. I will never tell him, nah, man, I don't care, bro. Let the terrorists in. Yeah, nah, it's cool. It's all good. Oh, what, drug dealers? Yeah, man, I ain't got no problem. They ain't bothering me. I don't do drugs. No, nah, hey, man, you're the president. I get the end goal. Here's my problem. My first problem is I'm wondering if that really is the goal. I have to wonder that. I, I, you know why? Because the application, the execution has been crap. But guess what? We knew this. We told, we said this. You didn't like Hillary Clinton. I'm over it. I said it for a year. I don't like her either. Gotcha. But I said she's the lesser of two evils. I said anybody but Trump. Give me Pence. I'll take him. Give me, uh, you know, McCain. Bush. You know? I'm okay. Rubio, Cruz. You know, I'm okay. 
I just didn't think this guy was fit to be president because he did nothing while in office to demonstrate that. But you know what? He won the Electoral College. We got to live with it. Dude, it's 11 days. What the hell is going on? And all you people out there that I'm reading your stuff on Facebook, we're going to get into some facts because some of y'all just don't know facts. Some of y'all hear talking points and run and put it on Facebook and say these are facts because, because, because Hannity said it. And this is the way it is. You know, and nobody gets and reads and does their own research to come up with facts. You know, we're going to get into that in a minute. But come on, man. Even when, when you have a Republican, and he did run as a Republican, and I don't care if y'all say, well, he's really not a Republican. No, he ran as a Republican. And when you have his own party saying, what the hell is he doing? Questioning him. You know, um, varied levels of support from, yep, I'm all in, like what he's doing to, I have no idea what he's doing. Doesn't that wake you up just a little bit? Doesn't that, doesn't that there? I mean, think about it, right? Think about it. You got, you, you know, you do something and you feel real confident about what you did and you just know, yep, this was the right move. You seeing a girl, that's your girl, you know? Then you realize, man, I don't want to be with this girl no more. She ain't for me, right? And you break up with her. And your best buddy, your tightest friend, or if you're a girl and you dump the guy and, you, you know, your number one girlfriend says, you know, and they say to you, hey, why'd you, why'd you break up with him? Now, as I'm doing the show, um, Spicer is doing a press conference. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't know because had I known, I'd be watching the press conference. Um, I am working, by the way. This is a lunch break. That's why I did it in the middle of the day. Got the Madden Voice tonight. Check us out, the Madden Voice. Um, blogtalkradio.com backslash the Madden Voice. Uh, Google the Madden Voice. We're going to talk Super Bowl tonight. But today it's Big T, Political Voice tonight. It's Commissioner T, the Madden Voice. Maybe I should just change it and just be T, right? Um, so had I known, I'd be watching this. And who knows, this, this, this is so quick moving this may, I, everything I'm saying may be impacted by what is being said right now. So I apologize in advance. Didn't know they were going to do a press conference. Um, smart of them to do one without knowing what's being said. Smart. I give, I'll give the administration credit. See, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I don't like the guy. I'm going to be honest with you. It ain't because he's Republican and I'm a registered Democrat. Democrat, that ain't it. If he did, if he does something, I'm going to give him credit. The Dow hit 20,000. I'm a businessman. Hey, man, good indicator. Posted it on Facebook. Gave him credit, you know. But I'm seeing too many things that concern me. Anyway, back to my analogy. You dump your significant other, your girl, your boyfriend, whatever it is. Your friend says, man, I don't know. You, you, you sure that was the right thing? I mean, they, they treated you good, you know. I, I didn't really hear you complain. You seemed happy. You guys did things together. From what you said, the, the sex was good. You know, yeah, I hope, you know, it's R rated show. That's the, you know, so if you under 18 and you heard that, my bad, but it's R rated show. Um, the sex was good. I mean, why'd you dump them? If that's someone that you trust, that's someone in your inner circle, aren't you going, aren't you going to pause for a minute and say, man, yeah, you know, aren't you going to at least consider their thoughts? Ain't that the reason you have an inner circle? Or better yet, should you not have consulted your inner circle? In advance, isn't that what you do? You sit down with your boy, you sit down with your girl, hey, 
you know, having problems at work, think about quitting. What do you think? Having problems with my, my parents, I'm not sure what to do. Having problems with the kids. I know parents, we do that all the time. Having problems with the kids. You know, what do you think? Right? Now what you do when you have an inner circle? So if you support Donald Trump, good for you. Don't, that doesn't mean that he can do no wrong. Don't show ignorance by supporting something that clearly is a problem. Even if you support the ban, there are problems with this. And if you don't see that, you need to take a look at yourself in the mirror because there's something going on with you. The way this was rolled out and implemented, there is a problem. That is indisputable. Even if you support the idea of a ban of Middle East definition to, to, to come later, right? The way this happened was not correct. And what it caused families and, and, and people to go through was incorrect. That's a problem. And if you can't at least recognize that, I'm not going to bother and say you're racist because I don't know you, but you got an issue that you need to work out. I supported Barack Obama and can admit that Obamacare had problems, can admit that there were things that he promised that didn't come through in Obamacare, but the greater good outweighs it, so I'm okay with it. But that don't mean that I like everything he did. I thought when he got in the office, the first thing he should have attacked was jobs and the economy. The first thing he attacked was Obamacare. I didn't agree with that. Supported the man, voted for him twice, would vote for him again in a heartbeat. But I didn't agree with some of the things he did. I didn't like some of the things that went on with Russia. Felt like Russia had the upper hand on us in some of the dealings. You know, so you, it's okay. You can disagree with someone that you support. That's what makes America great. Don't be sitting there trying to look for things and going on Facebook and looking up fake news that you can post to shut up the liberals or to shut up the conservatives. If you believe in something, it's okay. But where are the facts? If the facts clearly show that that particular issue doesn't go the way you thought it should, pardon me, you thought it should go, do we mature enough to admit it? Some of these discussions I'm seeing on Facebook, you know, if you have a bag of M&Ms and someone tells you that 25% of them are poison, do you still eat the bad? What the hell is you talking about? What the hell is you talking about? I've seen that 25 times. M&Ms, um, a bowl of cereal was another one some idiot wrote. A bowl of cereal. If you have a bowl of cornflakes... And some of the cornflakes are poisonous. Would you still? What the hell are you trying to say? I know what you're trying to say. Then the dude tried to deny it, right? That was funny. No, no, just answer the question. Yeah, because I was born at night, right? Because I'm an idiot, right? Because I don't have a master's degree in community and economic development, right? No, I don't, right? Come on, man. Come on. Statistically, I have more education than 90% of this country. That's not, that's not me bragging. That's a statistical fact that 90% of the country doesn't have a, a master's degree. I do. Don't play that game over here with me. Be real with it. What you said, I got what you meant, but it was dumb because we're not talking about cornflakes, M&Ms, Reese's Pieces. We're talking about people's lives and families. We're talking about people that had green cards. You know, a green card gives them the same rights that you and I have. 
You know that, right? I mean, I, I, I just want to make sure that we're talking facts here. And they were detained. They were detained. But it's okay. You know how what it takes to get a doggone green card? Look it up. I'm not going to waste time talking about it today. They've done been vetted. Anyway, yeah, I get emotional about it because it's annoying to me the amount of ignorance that I see. I don't unfriend people on Facebook, and I won't do it. You want to unfriend me? Be my guest. Terrence Floyd is my name. Feel free to unfriend me if you don't like what I'm talking about. I will not lose a second sleep. I don't care. I'm not going to unfriend you because I'm going to listen to what you got to say. I just ain't going to agree with you. I may unfollow you, <laughs> so I ain't got to see your crap on my news feed. Good news is the vast majority of my Facebook friends and I see things similarly. I have a good number of people that I don't know how we became Facebook friends or even friends. I'm reading their stuff, and I'm like, really? I'm not going to unfriend you because that's America. We can agree. We could disagree. As long as we keep it polite. We may get a little heated. Don't, let's, don't, don't, don't call me a libtard and all that crap. Don't call me a name. Because then I'm done talking to you. Then the conversation ends right there. When you, when you put me in a category because you don't agree with me and you can't refute my facts. My opinion are based on facts, not alternate facts or alternative facts. Researched facts. One of my very good friends, and I've been going back and forth, told me you never even heard of some of this stuff before I posted it. You know what? You're absolutely right. What's your point? What's your point? You know, a lot of things that people don't hear of and then they learn about it. Do you know about FHA mortgage insurance? I do. Do you know about private mortgage insurance? I do. Do you know about rate of return on investment, yield spread premiums? I do. Because I'm in that business. Doesn't mean you're an idiot. It's something that you ain't been exposed to. Could you learn it? Absolutely. Did I learn what Obama really did? Yes, I did. Did I research? I don't think so, but I don't remember. And I know what people are posting is blatantly inaccurate. And then here's the icing on the cake. Now, let's be real. Sally Gates, Attorney General, was an Obama. But why was she an Obama carryover? Because this administration wasn't ready. You know, it makes me think about when my lovely daughter went to went to college, her first semester in college, and I said, "Did you get your books?" And she said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Well, we we have to order, you have to order your books. Did they send you any information?" She said, "Well, I, I have to check my emails." I said, "Well, you need to check your emails. I've got to order your books." We have to order and we have to buy your books. She said, oh, the books aren't going to just be waiting for me when I get to class? I said, no, dear, this ain't high school. <laughs> this college. You got to purchase your own books and then you own them. And so we need to do that. So I helped her get her books because she didn't know. It wasn't her fault. I mean, it was partially her fault. She didn't read the email that clearly said, purchase your books. Here's the link. Here's the cost. Blah, 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 blah. She didn't even read it. So now she knows. But she didn't know in her first semester, right? That's what this makes me think of with Donald Trump. Like, really? You, 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 you didn't know that when you take office, you should have your cabinet installed and ready to go? So all of these Obama people, including Sally Gates, 
that thought that they were done on the 20th were asked, a lot of them were asked to stay because you can't, certain positions you can't have vacant. You know, we, we don't have the ninth Supreme Court justice. Been almost a year. We've lived with that. But you cannot not have an attorney general. You can't. It's like you can't not not have a president. Certain positions you must have, right? So she was asked to stay. So it's not surprising that she was going to get fired. We already know that um, Sessions is is being uh, uh, vetted and and may be approved as early as today. Um, we already knew that that was in case. So her days were numbered. But nah, you didn't do what I wanted you to do, so you're disloyal, you're fired. Oh, really? Let me play something for you. Check this out. At her confirmation hearing to be Deputy Attorney General two years ago, Senator Sessions asked her about that duty. Do you think the Attorney General has a responsibility to say no to the President uh, if he asks for something that's improper? The views the President wants to execute are unlawful. Should the Attorney General or the Deputy Attorney General say no? Uh, Senator, I believe that the Attorney General or the Deputy Attorney General has an obligation to follow the law and the Constitution and to give their independent legal advice to the President. Obligation to follow the law and the Constitution and to give their independent advice to the president. Obligation to follow the law and the constitution, not necessarily to just do what the president tells her to do. And the guy who vetted her two years ago is not a guy that's about to take the job. So, you know, news been playing this to death. So she did what she was supposed to do and she got fired. We were waiting for this. We're waiting. Who is Trump going to fire first? Right. He's made billions over saying you're fired, right? It's his tagline. Him and Vince McMahon, right? They both say it. They both they say it differently. They're very good friends. Uh, Linda McMahon's about to be um, secretary of a small business, which actually is not a bad choice considering what the family has done with wrestling. I think she, would, she should be amazing in that position. Um, but we'll see. Um, but we knew he was going to fire somebody, right? But because she didn't do what you wanted to do, where many, many bipartisan, impartial legal experts are saying this whole thing is on slippery slope. You have states suing you, President Trump. You know, the ACLU suing you. Plenty of immigrant groups getting together, deciding what they want to do. Now, it's a, it's a temporary ban. Lawsuits could take who knows how long. But didn't the federal court lift the ban? And guess what? It didn't do anything. The court put an injunction to put a stop on the ban. The court did that. The federal court did that. And Obama pretty much said, yeah, ignore them. I'm sorry, Trump. Trump said, you know, Obama would never say that. He taught constitutional law. Trump said, ignore them. These aren't, I'm not beating or bashing the guy. I'm telling you what went on. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you what went on. 
And there's a lot I can get into, but I want to get into kind of the facts of the situation. Uh, I may, the next show, we may talk about some of his inner circle. The top of guy that comes to mind is Bannon. I, I, I haven't said much about it, um, but in lieu of current events, this is the Breitbart CEO, or was the Breitbart CEO, the organization that has clear and direct ties to the KKK. Um, and now he's in Trump's inner circle in the, um, uh, what do they call it? The uh, Security Council. Okay, not chairman of the Joint Chiefs, no. Bannon. Think about that for a minute. Talk about that on another show. So, first thing that comes to mind is people are saying that the um, ban is the same as what Obama did to Iraq in 2011. So what's the problem? Obama did it. Why can't Trump do it? You were okay when Obama did it. It's the reverse discrimination. The black man went out there and did it. Not a white man going to do it. Country's in an uproar. <laughs> yeah. Um, y'all do a little research on that one, okay? Do, do a little research on that. Because um, I can tell you factually that that is not the case, okay? And I and I've read um, many many websites and and sources of information that I trust, not the Onion or these you know either left or right wing sites. I, I go to places that I feel are unbiased and just look up the facts, okay? For me, Politifact is one, okay? I think they're unbiased. Because I've, I've gone there for a long time and been surprised at some of the things I found that I found out were true. <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, damn, didn't know that. I went there. Um, and so the first thing to remember in 2011 is Obama was reacting to a failed plot by Iraqi nationals that were living in Kentucky to send money, explosive, and weapons to al-Qaeda. The FBI arrested these guys. Okay. Um, so that's the first thing to remember. There was a threat that we stopped. And based on that, actions was taking place. Um, there was no ban of Iraqi refugees, period. And I will defy anybody to find any official document that says it could be Department of Homeland, it could be FBI, it could be, you know, you, you go and search any database you want. I've already done this, but feel free to go ahead. I could be wrong. There is not a, a credible source that states that this was a ban of Iraqi refugees back in 2011. What it was was a change in the visa processing, because clearly two people got through and uh, was in the process of launching a terror threat on this country. They were stopped, but rightfully so, right? If, if, if you have a lock on your front door and someone breaks into your house and the lock didn't work, you're going to put another set of security on your house. You may install cameras. You may install lights. You may install a new lock. Uh, who knows? But you're going to do something, right? So we had a system 
And these two individuals still came into this country and was ready to do damage to our citizens. So the process was changed. And so because it was changed, there was a slowdown of the processing of the visas to allow for the um, procedure to be implemented. So for the year of 2011, about half the number of refugees came in as opposed to the previous year or the, uh, the, the year after. But you will find nothing that the administration says ban. And we're not talking about, we're talking about a very specific process that had to do with refugees coming from Iraq based on the fact that we had just stopped a terror threat from two people that came through from Iraq. That's it. I'm sorry. What terror threat did we just stop from those seven countries? Now, the other thing that is a fact is that those seven countries have never been responsible for a terror attack on U.S. soil. Has not happened. But United Arab Emirates have, UAE. Saudi Arabia has. They're not on the watch uh, of the block list. Now, another coincidence is that the seven countries that are currently in the temporary ban, Donald Trump has no, uh, Trump Corporation has no business ties to. The other countries, like Saudi Arabia, that was responsible for 9-11 and is not banned, wouldn't that be the first country you would ban if you're going to do this? Would that not be the first? I mean, you know, take a left and there's axe murderers and rapists and people with guns and they're looking to kill people. Take a right and it's flowers and trees and fruit and massage and the beach. Which way you want to go? I'm heading right. I ain't going left. So, wouldn't it ain't, ain't it logical that if the if the true intent of the ban was to stop terror threats, that you would immediately target countries that have already been successful at sending citizens of those countries over here to launch terror threats like Saudi Arabia? who was responsible for 9-11? I mean, isn't that, I mean, I'm sorry, what am I missing? So then people say, well, Obama picked, didn't pick the countries. I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) Trump didn't pick the countries. Obama did. All right, so I have a lot on this. First of all, Trump knows more than everybody because that's what he said. I already know how to defeat ISIS. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to get, my top advisors to get a plan together on how to defeat ISIS in the next 90 days. By the way, if you ever really want to do some research, you may learn that ISIS is close to being defeated. They're on the ropes. Okay? Now, Trump will get credit when it happens, and that's okay. The question is, will he give Obama any credit? But I digress, because some of you will say, I don't know, Terry, you don't know what you're talking about, and that's fine. Big T, you don't know what you're talking about, that's fine. Obama administration identified these seven countries, right? Because of the of the um hold on, I got I got to look it up here. Y'all got to bear with me. The terrorist travel 
Prevention Act of 2015, right? And everybody's posting about it. They forget the first half of the act, the Visa Waiver Program Improvement and Terrorist Travel Prevention Act of 2015. That's that's what it's called. And people are saying that um, those are those are the countries that that's the hotbed. Those are countries that the Obama administration said have the highest chance to launch a terror attack. Hmm. Okay, well, you listening to Obama now because you said the country was a mess and Obama didn't know what he was talking about. So let's just let, before I even debunk the other thing, why why you don't you you know more than the generals, President Trump. You already know how to defeat ISIS. You know uh, uh, nobody respects us. Your words. So why would you use Obama's intel? When you sat there and challenged all 17 intelligence agencies that told you that Russia influenced the election. Now, we don't know if it had any impact on the result. We don't know this. So I don't want to give misinformation. But they hacked us, and they influenced the outcome of the election. There was an influence. Did it affect it? Did it change it? We don't know. My gut says probably not. But I don't know. Right? But when you were told that, President Trump, you said, well, it could be some somebody in their bedroom that does this. We don't know who's doing this. Our top intelligence officials are telling you this. Then when they sat down with you, you came and said, well, I believe Russia's doing it. Oh, so now you want to listen. Oh, I get, I get it now. I get it now. So... Are they credible or are they not? Are you going to listen to them or are you not? Because I can't, I can't decide. I can't make up my mind. Because now you're saying that these are seven countries that Obama identified. So don't get mad at me. I don't recall Obama doing an executive order to ban anybody. I'm sorry. What did I miss off of these seven countries that he supposedly identified? And he did identify these countries. I'm going to tell you what he really identified them for for a moment. But I don't recall a ban. I don't recall you just renewing an executive order by Obama or an act of Congress that you're extending. I don't recall this happening. This is your idea. And guess what? I'm sorry. Did Donald J. Trump not call for an immediate temporary ban of all Muslims until we can figure out what the hell is going on? His words. As Michael Cole on the WWE used to say, for you wrestling fans, and I quote, did he not call for a ban of Muslims? For now, the other bone I have, and don't worry, I didn't forget about the seven countries. We're getting there. But the other bone I have is for you people that say um, it's not a Muslim ban. You know what? The executive order doesn't specify Muslim. You're absolutely right on that note. The executive order doesn't specify Muslim. But did we not hear Donald J. Trump call for a ban of all Muslims entering the United States until we can figure out what the hell is going on. Was that not his quote? Did he not call for that some, what are we talking, seven, eight months ago? I don't, I don't know. I think it was June, six, seven months ago. Did he not call for that? So then now you see a ban enacted. Why wouldn't we think it's like, if I go out, yes, I love analogies, and I say, that girl is cute. I want to take her out. The next weekend, you see me and her together, you can pretty much assume I probably took her out, right? 
<laughs> and, you know, you're going to say, oh, it's just a coincidence. We happen to end up at the restaurant sitting at the same table at the same time. Yeah, no. Oh, I guess he took her out. So if a guy says, I want to ban Muslims, and then he gets in the office, and, the, and in the first week, he does a ban of seven countries that all happen to be predominantly Muslim, why wouldn't we conclude that he did exactly what he said he was going to do? And guess what? The sad part is there's people that are saying, yeah, and I like it. Keep in mind, I've read it all over Facebook. All of the slangs and the slurs. Now, those people are racist. If you're saying I'm okay with moms being banned, that's a racist position to have. Sorry, that's just the way it is. I don't want to hear that your cousin's uncle's sister's brother is Puerto Rican. And, and your stepsister's stepbrother's you know, great uncle's aunt is from Pakistan. I don't want to hear it. If you're saying it's okay to keep Muslims out of this country, that's a racist position to have. Because Muslim is a religion. I don't want to hear that the terrorists are radical Islamic. That's what they claim to be, they latch on to a religion. It doesn't mean that everybody in that religion is going to kill us. No more than Adam Lanza, who was Christian, and went in and killed those poor little kids in my home state of Connecticut. It don't mean that every Christian is going to walk into a school and murder innocent little kids. But we're not throwing out Christians and I don't even want to get into the language because I didn't get to research it deeply enough, but I'm understanding this language that gives an exemption to Christians. And you wonder why Donald Trump is sometimes called racist. Let's talk about those seven countries. So, yes, he dealt with those seven countries. The act was signed uh, in 2015. It revised the United States visa program. The program allows you to, uh, citizens from 38 countries to enter the United States without a visa for up to 90 days. However, under the legislation, yes, I'm reading, citizens of those 38 countries who had traveled to Iraq, Syria, Iran, and Sudan after March 2011 were no longer eligible for the visa waiver. waiver. Libya, Yemen, and Somalia were later added to the list. In other words, Obama's actions dealt with people who had visited Iraq, Iran, Syria, Sudan, Libya, Somalia, and Yemen, not citizens of those countries, and it did not prohibit them from entering the United States. They just had to go apply for another type of visa to come and enter this country. That's it. That's the truth, folks. Look it up yourselves. Don't take my word for it. Yeah, I'm biased, right? Making this all up. See, here's the problem. Information's out there if you really want the truth or you just want to listen to Hannity and Limbaugh and Spicer and uh, Conway and, and that's where you get your facts from. I did the same thing when Obama was in office. It got to the point where I ended up, I, I was able to trust what he said because he wasn't a liar. After a while, it's like anything else. It's like working with someone, and they tell you something, you check it out, it's true, and you're going to check it out, it's still true, and a month later, they're still telling the truth, and at some point, you don't check it out anymore, because you know they're telling the truth. But in the beginning, yeah, 
I looked into a lot of stuff that President Obama said. Cause I'm like, hey, man, just because you black don't mean you're telling the truth. You in office, man. I'll see what's up. And like I said, I had some issues with the ACA. Had some issues with the slow start and get the economy going. Researched those things. Became knowledgeable about them. Called them out when I needed to. Praised them when I needed to. Now he's out of office. Now I'm hearing Obama this, Obama that. And you know, part of me said, why is Obama talking now? Give Trump the same respect that Bush 43 gave you. Don't say a word. That was my initial reaction when the statement came out. Then I thought about it and I said, well, they're pointing fingers at him. You know, they're actually saying, one, he did this in 2011. Two, he selected these countries in 2015. Okay, we got to come out and say something. Now, I wish he would, frankly, I wish he, his spokesperson would come out and instead of supporting the protest, come out and definitively clear this up like I just did. Come right out and say, I'm sorry, um, but the facts are mistaken. One thing that President Obama did really good during his time in office is he was very patient with people. And when someone came at it with something, he would take his time and he would correct them. He would say, nope, you're, that's not how it happened. Let me explain it to you. Sometimes he took too long. You know, it is, I, I, you know, it's stuttering. I mean, not really stuttering, but he was very thoughtful and it kind of got on my nerves sometimes. Like, dude, hurry up. Say what you got to say. Get to the point. But he always corrected you. He didn't call you fake news. He didn't not take your question. Right. When he was ridiculed by Boehner and some of these other people, McConnell, and some of these people, he didn't come on TV and say um, fake tears. You know, or, or, or these guys are idiots. He didn't go on Twitter and blast. You go and find Obama um, blasting anybody. We got mad. I say we. I mean, Obama supporters got mad when he was running for election and reelection and he was in debates and he wasn't aggressive enough because he's such a nice guy. It's like, dude, these guys are walking all over. McCain's walking all over you. Romney's walking all over you. You better step up. And I'll never forget the time, and I know I digress a bit, in the debate with Romney, and Romney said that you didn't call it a, a terrorist act in the Rose Garden. And Obama just said, finish your point, Governor. And he said, well, I want it on record that you didn't call it a terrorist attack when you came out into the Rose Garden. And the moderator, I think she was with CNN, said, well, honestly, Governor, that's not true. He actually did refer to it as a terrorist attack. We have to quote. And, and Obama said, hey, can you just say it again for the record, please? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We've got to clear the record up here. And a lot of this is misinformation that's spewed all over Facebook. It's not true. What is true is, you know, we do need to take a look at the immigration program and make sure that people are coming over here following the letter of the law. Did it require an executive order? The end of your first week in office? I don't believe so. Did it require going to war with Mexico over the wall and the cost? Oh, by the way, you notice how he's saying that we're, he's going to get the money from Congress and then they're going to reimburse us. And then Mr. Businessman, Mr. Astute Businessman, is going to put a 20% tax on imports until someone said you can't do that because then you're taxing us, <laughs> you're taxing your people. 
they're not paying that tax. You, we are. And then, and then he backed away from that statement. So they still don't know how they're paying for the wall. I have a cousin who used to work on the border, and his exact job was to keep people out of this country. And you know what? Let me find. I'm going to find his post and share it with you. I'm not going to put his name out there because he didn't give me permission to do that. So it wouldn't be fair for me to do that. But I'm going to read his post because this is the guy that did it. Okay? This is the guy that did it. So, you know, we, we, we get a lot of theories about what to do and what not to do and all of that. Well, here's a guy that actually worked down there, did it for a living. So let me pull up, let me pull up, you know, you have to bear with me for a second here. I'm coming. I'm coming. Hold on. He's, he's an aggressive uh, Facebook poster. So I have to um, scroll down a bit here. So bear with me, but it's coming, man, dude, you, you, you lighten, you lighten it up over here. Okay. We getting there. We getting there. It's almost here. It should be any second now. And the press conference is still on. Um, okay. I'm still looking for it. I apologize. I guess I should have had this queued up and I didn't. And, um, I can't find it now. All right. I'm going to keep looking while I, while I keep talking. Hopefully I can find it. I thought it was like, okay. But anyway, (laughs) the point that he was going to make is that the wall ain't going to help. (laughs) <laughs> you know, the only thing the wall is going to stop is old people, and they don't want to come here anyway. The young people will hop that wall. I don't care how high you build it. They'll get over it. They'll go underneath it. They'll fly over it. You know, you've got rivers and streams and stuff that you can't put a, build a wall through. They'll come that way. You know, they'll figure it out. If they really want to come over. Now, again, I am not against looking at our policies. I am not against... Um, how do we make sure that the people we welcome over here are welcome in a systematic way that's fair to everybody? It's fair to us as U.S. citizens. It's fair to them. I'm okay with that. Where I'm not okay with is when people act like we're not a nation of immigrants. And what really gets me is the number of people that I know, that I know your parents came over here. Maybe legally, maybe illegally. I don't know. But I know you weren't, your parents weren't born here. Your parents came here from Italy or Greece or wherever. And then you sitting over here talking about these refugees and these immigrants. Do you not realize that when a refugee comes over, it's because they may die in their homeland and you're okay with just sending them back home or not letting them come here? And then we've got to look like the buttholes of the world when Canada comes and says, it's okay. If America won't let you come, we'll let you come. That's fine. I mean, don't you, I mean, really? Is it, is it, what is going on with our country? I never thought I'd see this in this country. You know, does it, if you pass somebody homeless, I know a lot of times we don't give to the people on the side of the road that are homeless because a lot of times those people are lying. So you make a decision. But if you knew for a fact that that person was truly homeless, are you that heartless where you just would drive by and not even think about throwing them a couple of dollars? Because if that's who you are, then 
then that's who you are. Then it doesn't surprise me why so many people are acting the way they're acting. I myself, if I know for a fact that you're homeless, I'm going to give you some money. I'm going to give you something to eat, something. Hey, I can't fix the problem, but I'm going to help you out. I'm going to do what I can, you know? Now, I don't do it all the time, but isn't that what this country's all about? People talk about, you know, welfare and all this stuff, and I'm sitting there being like, Ain't we here to help everybody? I'm not talking socialism. I'm talking humanity. Ain't we all in this together? And ain't most of everybody a good person? Isn't most of everybody you meet okay? Yeah, there's an asshole here and there. There's a jerk here and there. I get that. But aren't most people okay? And if they're in trouble, don't we help them? Isn't that what we do? Right? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? You call yourself Christian, a God-fearing. You pray for this. You pray for that. You go to church. But then you sit up there. And, and, and I'm not even going to mention the Pope. It's on my timeline. Check it out. Even the Pope had to step in. I don't mess with the Pope. I'm sorry. I don't give, I don't give a damn what religion you are. Just something about the Pope. I don't mess with the Pope. Okay? Let me read this thing that my cousin put up there. For everyone who buys into the build-a-wall rhetoric, you should probably know that a wall exists throughout most of our border. I didn't know that. I knew there were fences and stuff, but, you know. You should also know that Bill Clinton built a secondary fence very similar to what you see outside of a prison in the late 90s. If you're thinking, how do you know that? Simple. I've been there and served at that border. Guess what? Walls don't stop anyone except grandmas and grandpas, and they don't want to come to this country anyway. Yep. I've been on that side of the border, too. A lot of folks down there have no desire for your precious American milk and honey. As someone who had the job of literally stopping drugs from crossing that border, I am telling you that nothing the spray tanned orangutan, <laughs> pretty funny, has proposed will make your life any better. $5 avocados and overpriced pickup trucks. Yep, don't forget, they manufacture far more than we do. Um, that building on the side of the fence, JVC Electronics and the smallest factory you'll see down there, and it's five buildings deep, are not good for America and aren't uh, hurting Mexican drug lords, although they might use the citrus-colored fascists. It's got some really colorful names for uh, President Trump. I will not. I will not. I'm reading. I'm not going to do that. Okay, I, I'm just not going to lower myself to that. I'm not knocking my cousin, but that's just not how I roll because um, I don't like it when they did it. Um, Obama or Michelle Obama So I'm not going to do that But anyway um, uh, Although they might use the citrus colored fascists As an excuse to raise the price of the drugs That will stop That will still be pouring across our borders If you voted for him don't complain About how it costs more to repair your vehicle Or that a margarita costs $30 If you didn't vote at all don't babble about how we need to stop this man You had your chance To swallow that Jagged little shit pill Just like I did you chose otherwise. This is the result. Like I said, buckle the heck up, and that's not what he said. Uh, the turbulence has only just begun. Think about that. Um, press conference is over. My last comment is this. And I don't know how many people listen. I had a few people listen last show. I was actually pretty happy with the crowd. I don't know how many people are listening. But I thank you if you've listened this far. Um, feel free Message me on Facebook right now. That's my that's the only connection to me right now. I haven't decided where I'm going with this. I'm really being honest with you. I haven't. But uh, Terrence Floyd, message me. If you want to argue, don't bother. If you want to talk, you want to debate, you want to challenge any of my points, I'm more than willing to have a discussion. Send me a friend request. We'll go right on the wall. And we'll do it. 
you know, politely, professionally, but with facts. And if we don't agree at the end of the day, hey, it's cool. You want to come on to the show? You want to call into the show? You know, the number to call in is 657-383-1067. Feel free. Um, I will do at least one more show. I don't know where this is going to go. It may go nowhere, but I'm enjoying myself. The last thing I want to say is this. If you're anti-American and you're sitting in any of the Middle Eastern countries and Al-Qaeda or ISIS or ISIL or any of these terror groups, these cells are trying to recruit you and you're sitting there thinking, I don't know if this is something I want to do. You're an 18-year-old boy or a woman or you're older or who knows. And they're saying, you know, all of the anti-American rhetoric that we've heard. What has happened in the last week that would stop someone from deciding to attack this country? What, what has happened? Because as far as I'm concerned, you just fed right into their plot. You did. You walked right into it and you said, okay, attack us. I'm going to give you reasons to. I'm going to ban Muslims. I get it. I know. He didn't really ban Muslims. You know, Jesus, big T. He's, you know, why you so stubborn? He didn't ban Muslims. That's not true. And he's not racist. Okay. Tell that to the people that, you know, that, that didn't, that were in the air when the executive order was, was, was signed and were held stuck and some sent back home. Tell to the people now that can't come home. Tell people that were living here. And their other half is here, and they had to go back to their homeland. Tell it to them. What do you think that's gonna? What message is that gonna send to the world about this country? I get America first. I don't get America only, though. That's what I don't get. I don't get only us. I don't get how you change policies and practices that have been in in place for forty years through both parties, Reagan, you know, and Carter, Bush and Clinton, Bush and Obama. Now you want to just come and do it better? You know why I think that happens? I think for the first time, I've got a president, just don't care. I would not say that about any of the other presidents that have been alive in my life. I may disagree with them, but I believe they all love this country. And they all care deeply about this country and the people in it. I may disagree with their policies, but I think they love this country and they serve this country. And I will respect them for that. I I can't get there with Trump right now. I can't get there with him right now. I don't get that feeling. I get the feeling that it's about him. He's doing what he wants to do. And he ain't paying attention and he ain't asking the right questions and he ain't doing it right. Because he knows it all. I don't know what's going to happen next. Um, I, 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 you know, I have uh, someone that said to me they didn't like Obama because they thought Obama would get us into a war. We had eight years of peace, right? He got us out of wars. We weren't getting in. We were getting out, right? So, okay, first couple years, we were still finishing up the Bush Wars, but he got us out of wars, reduced our troops overseas. Now what's going to happen? 
I don't know. God bless us. Let's hope for the best. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again soon. Big T to political voice. Don't sit on the sidelines. Do something about it. Make a change. Talk soon.